All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Woman to Woman. How are y'all doing? Hope everybody at home is doing okay watching us on Facebook Live. And if you're listening to the audio, welcome. Happy Black History Month, y'all. Yes, <laughs> it's Black History Month. Take Definitely take this time, well, all year round every day, learn your Black history because Black history is American history. Black history is world history and take the time to educate yourself and your kids because they're trying to take all of that out the school so make sure that you're telling your kids the truth about everything that's been going on and just our history overall um also take the time to support your black owned businesses um i know uh, pastor jay's wife shartisha she's a makeup artist um faced by lanny um she's a makeup artist we got sherry who does the she be cricketing and she does her body care line um my stepmom she has imperfect pieces she be cricketing too and doing her purses and everything so definitely you know support your um local black owned businesses, but just black owned businesses in general, all year round, but especially in black history month. Um, also I'm wearing my, my Watt stacks shirt. So this black history month fact is brought to you by Watt stacks, um, stacks records. Um, that was based out of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, they had pretty much the black Woodstock back in 1972, um, the summer of 1972. There, There's a documentary out. I don't know if it's on YouTube TV or Netflix, but there is a documentary that goes all about this with um, Richard Pryor and Isaac Hayes and a bunch of people. So if you're interested in music and like black history, definitely go check that out. Um, but yeah, learn more about our history. Um, so last episode of Woman to Woman, we talked about co-parenting. Um, and just the ins and out of those in the parental relationship. So we thought it would be a good idea to talk about the relationship between the child and the parent, specifically the mother and the son. Um, now, a lot of what um, I kind of put in today was more for like the single mother, but we can just talk about mothers in general um, because you don't have to be a single mother to have a mommy's boy. So, <laughs> you know, that it is what it is. Um, so I thought a fun way to talk about that would be kind of playing a game called Fact or Fiction. Um, like I've said before, I'm a big podcast junkie. So one of my favorite podcasts, which I will plug them, um, is called My Mama Told Me. Um, it's by a guy named um, Langston Kerman. Um, and pretty much the entire podcast is just debunking black myths. So he had one episode where he um, asked the question, does ginger ale and crack, salty and crackers actually help your stomach feel better? Or is that just like a myth? Um, spoiler alert, it is just a myth. Like the only thing that the crackers really do is help to absorb like the acid in your stomach. Um, but why does it work though? Um, but you know, neither here nor there. But um, so one of the things that that's what his entire podcast is based off of. So I have a couple of statements that I'm going to read off. Um, and then we'll just have discussion of whether we think that this is true, or if we think that it's not true. It's, it's, you know, a fiction. Um, so, um, if you're watching us on Facebook, you see that we're missing one of our members of woman to woman, Miss Crystal. She wasn't able to make it today, but I do have Miss Ronita and Miss Keeley with me. Um, so we're going to just jump right on into that. Um, so the first one is single moms and moms in general are overprotective of their sons. Miss Ronita turned and looked at me. So go ahead. I'm going to say that's probably a fact. And why do you think it's a fact? Um, because I was. <laughs> and everyone I know is. Um, particularly single moms. And I, I, I guess I can't speak for all races. But I do know 
um, single moms of single black moms of um, black sons are very overprotective. And I will say, actually, I'll take that back. I was talking to a young lady at work who um, has a biracial son and she is very um, and she's white. She's very overprotective of hers as well. Right. So um, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to say yes. I think um, as mothers, we worry about our children in general, mm-hmm. but especially our boys, and especially if um, the father figure isn't in the picture. So we feel like we have to make up for that. Okay. And so why do you think that particularly black mothers are, are super protective? Is it the whole you know, the police thing and then just the racism um, with the intersectionality of just everything that goes on with moms just being protective overall. Um, Do you think, I know you said like, but she also would have a black child. So do you think it matters the race of the child? Um, Or do you, well, I mean, I know you guys can't speak for like white mothers, but, or non-black mothers, but, you know, do you think that is what plays more of a, a hand in it? Or is it just... Yeah, I think for me it does. And it's because our black boys are set up for failure. And so, you know, from every aspect to the Mm -hmm. point of, you know, you have to raise them to make sure that the cops don't kill them. Right. You got to raise them to make sure the streets don't take them. Mm -hmm. You have to make you have to. Um, guide them so that the women don't entrap them. You have to prepare them so that when they get into the corporate world, they're able to handle the no's mm-hmm. that they're going to get, right? Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm more and more, I, I was extremely <laughs> overprotective because my goal was to prepare my son for what this world was going to dish at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with everything she just said because, I mean, it's just evident with our with our black men. I mean, it's just like she said. Was, you're already, you know, looking at the obstacles already mm-hmm. right off the bat. Even we even being being born mm-hmm. right away. And so, yeah, I think we feel like we have to protect them. Okay, and I would agree as well. I do think that yeah. um, black mothers in general are just almost sometimes a little way too overprotective of their sons. But it's I don't feel like it's not warranted. Um, I think it can go bad more on the the child's respect, but not necessarily a hundred percent on the mom. Um, but yeah, we'll get we'll get into that later. Don't y'all worry. <laughs> um, okay, so the second one is single moms expect their sons to be the head of the household. Fact or fiction? I say it depends on the age. Okay. And and I'm going to say, well, I was, I've always been the head of my household. Mm-hmm. Facts. Um, <laughs> I did teach my son when he hit a certain age what it meant to be the head of the household. So then I involved him in decision making just so that I can make sure that I'm shaping the way that he makes decisions. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say that he was the head. But I will say that I gave him, I treated him as if he was, making sure that his decisions aligned up with mine, if that made sense. Right, right. So it was really preparation for him to learn how to be the head. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. I think it's it's also you are trying to prepare them, 
you know, to be the head mm-hmm. of the household yeah. of their own. So it's not for me that they were, but you were kind of preparing them to be that way. So you wanted them to, um, you know, feel in charge or being able to make decisions, um, not so much over you, but just so that they're prepared to do it because yeah. you feel like they're the man and they should be able to to do that. So you're trying not to make a sissy. So you're trying <laughs> to really, you know, make them feel like, you know, to be a man. Right. I think consciously um, we're, we're trying to, you know, do something that, you know, a lot of times we're not really equipped with, but right. we're trying to give them that piece of it. Yeah. 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 And I think. Because when I came up with this, I I took it from two different ways. Like, I think kind of what you both were saying, I think it's good to do that Mm -hmm. at a certain age, because like we've talked about in some of the parenting episodes, you have to raise the child, you know, and give them those um, situations to show themselves to be that. And especially being in line biblically of what the Bible says for the man to be the head of the household, Mm -hmm. teaching our sons and just men and boys to men in general how to be the head of the household so that we don't have such that backlash of like, oh, man, ain't no head of my house and all of that. Um, so I think that's a good thing. But I also was thinking of, um, I know on Instagram a lot I've seen some people always saying like the women that dress their sons up like the men that they want to date um, or like mm-hmm. making it to where it's like the younger children um, doing that or, you know, calling him a man when he's six and, you know, doing things like that. So what are your feelings about those type of relationships my son probably like hell that's what she put you put me in suits (laughs) (laughs) sorry ronald (laughs) but i didn't dress him like the man that i wanted because i was a young mother so if i dressed him like the man that i wanted he probably been thugged out oh but (laughs) but um i dressed him like a gentleman Mm -hmm. if that makes i mean when he was a kid he dressed like a kid right But, like, when we went to church, I made sure he dressed like a young man at church, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So he didn't come thugged out at church. He didn't dress like that, period. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I did get to a stage where my my way of looking at how guys should dress and how he wanted to dress came to an impasse. (laughs) Quickly. (laughs) Right. And so, you know, I had to let him win because... That was his, what he wanted to wear. Right. It's funny because now he dresses the way that I was trying to dress him. But, you know, but I wouldn't say that I dressed him like the man that I wanted. But do I agree that some people do um, mold their sons to be their men? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which, yeah. is, which is not what they should be doing. But right. yes, yeah. I have seen it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I agree with that. <laughs> It's just that um, I, I agree with the dressing and you're trying to, you know, because they reflect you. Right. But, uh, yeah, you, you lose that battle real quick. <laughs> you got to like, you know, you got to choose your battles. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then the next one, um, single black moms need strong black male role models to effectively raise their sons. Fact I 100% agree with that. 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay. One hundred percent, Miss Keeley. Well, I- I'm gonna say that it has happened without that, right? But um, I do agree that it is very, very important. Okay. Yeah, um, and and I'll expand on it because, and it kind of goes back to what I said in our last one 
a woman cannot teach a boy how to be a man. Mm-hmm. And even, I mean, I can, you know, all day long, I taught my son how to be a gentleman, mm-hmm. a godly man, but not a man. Yeah. And I didn't understand it until things were pointed out to me that my son was lacking mm-hmm. that I didn't think about because I'm not a man. And it was just the the instinctual things that men should do as far as protecting and providing. Mm. And I didn't get it because, I mean, I'm the head of the house. And so if it needed to be done, I was going to get it done. Mm-hmm. But a man teaches a man how to see that and be proactive and take care of things that are necessities around the house. If that makes sense, right. or in the home, and so mm-hmm. I couldn't teach that because I didn't have to do it. My father did it, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I just didn't get it. Okay. And so um, I truly believe. And then even as they grow and they go through different, I can't, you know. Um, sorry, but like there was a time where my son took a bath and it was maybe just a little bit too warm than what it should have been, mm. and it just was not a good effect for him. <laughs> and I remember about to take him to the hospital, and my dad he was like just. He just cool him down for a minute, and he'll be all right. Right? You can't make your you can't your waters can't be as hot as yours when for a boy, right? And so it was different. Again, I'm why a would female. you know that? I right. would not know that. Right. right? And so it's just different things that we have to realize as women. We are just not made up to be a man, and so there's just things that we can't teach our sons as much as Absolutely. we want to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And so that's why it's good to put positive male role models in their life to help guide them in the areas that we can't. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then so you also talked on, about one of the other points that I wanted to say um, because it reminded me of K. Michelle's old song, We Can't Raise a Man. So can women raise men and can women raise strong men? I mean, again, I think it's important to have male role models in their lives mm-hmm. if you can. But all day long, I'm going to say I raised a, a very strong man. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a very good man. I mean, he's actually a great husband material i'm like really shocked i mean not shocked but i'm like really and i'm not shocked i'm just really impressed yeah right and so all the fruits of the labor i'm seeing it right mm-hmm. the gentleman piece of it the respectful piece of it yeah. so i do believe a woman can but she has to be intentional right right for yes. sure absolutely yep okay. you nailed it again <laughs> okay and so the next one is that single moms breed mama's boys I'm going to let you take that one. I'm going to say that um, moms, some moms, Mm -hmm. um, breed mama's boys. I can't really say that just single. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's kind of universal a little bit sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do agree. It doesn't take just a single mom. I think Mm -hmm. any mom can breed a mama's boy. so when you think of the word mama's boy, what comes to mind? That's what I was about to ask you. Okay, well then let's go. <laughs> mm. Well, I can start because <laughs> I have experience. Um, my, In my opinion, when it comes to mama's boys, I think about men or boys that um, may or may not still live at home um, with that mom. Um, and I think about men that still expect their mom to do basic human and adult things for them like make appointments laundry um and then men that just can't make adult decisions without running it by their mom first 
and like their mom actually like making that decision for them because it's one thing to seek counsel from your parent Mm -hmm. but it's another thing to like i won't move until i talk to them um depending on the situation of course um and just men that kind of let their mom have too much control of what they do after a certain age in life (laughs) so that what else what do you guys think of when you think of a mama's boy I absolutely think that you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um, too much control and 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 making them first mm-hmm. in everything that they do. Yeah, I think um, a lot of times moms are okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know about that line there, but it's when you see it, you see it, and yes. you know it, it's and apparent. it's not really something you can say. Oh, that's a mama's boy, but. For me, I just think that you you can you know it by just the conversations mm-hmm. and and how everything and you and they compare you with their mama. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, and I don't know who's gonna ever be good enough. So right. Yeah. I guess I have two, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> two definitions <laughs> of a mama's boy because I totally agree with what you guys are saying. Like what came to my mind was um, think like a man, act like a lady, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And the the example they had yes. of the mama's boy, yes. right? Um, so that's one example. I will say if you look at part two, he evolved mm-hmm. um, because I do believe there's two type of mama's boys. There's some that are very close to their mamas. Mm-hmm. And so they're mama boys, you know, because I would say that my son is a mama's boy, mm-hmm. but not, not those characteristics because he does put his wife first. Um, he does come to me, but sure. not to make the decision, but to keep me. But he just we're, he, we're like best friends now. And I think right. I said that one episode. Mm-hmm. We've actually grown now to be like best friends. Yeah. And so to some, they would say that he's a mama's boy because like. I'm very high in the ranking, right? Mm-hmm. But his wife does come first. Right. And um, and I, as a mother, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, and he knows that, and I raised him to know that. But he's still a mama's boy, but my daughter's a mama's girl. Right. right? And, oh you know, so there's a neck. about those. Right, right. We can do so another that, episode on that one. And so, <laughs> you know, I think sometimes they get a negative connotation right. because of some of the characteristics. So I think there's two types. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I don't, you know, the the first type, yeah. There's, you know, well, no, I think nobody wants to. Date I think there's an unhealthy boy, type, like yeah. It, yeah there, it, yeah. I think it. I think a mama's boy is a good thing, mm-hmm. but there's some unhealthy characteristics Correct. that fall into place because the on one side, being a mama's boy to me teaches him how to love whoever he gets involved mm-hmm. with For sure. and so y- you have to know those pieces of it mm-hmm. um but on the other side it can be unhealthy and like um just because i know you the relationship there is they know the lines yes it's not you know it's a healthy mama's boy because they know the lines yeah. um to not cross and she has respect for his 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 marriage and she's pushing him to be that when we said that man but yeah, yeah. but it is some unhealthy very unhealthy mama boys um yeah this. and so my question to that is who owns it is it the boy's fault or is it the mama's fault i think it's the mom's fault because i mean 
after a certain point it's the mom's fault like once that man is to a point where you can like introspectively look at that relationship between you and your mom the the framework of that is the mom's fault because I feel like majority of the mama's boys that I've come, the negative and unhealthy type of mama's boys that I've come in contact with are the ones that were raised by mothers who expected them to be the man of the home and were, you know, for lack of a better term, that was the man of the house and was their man. So then once they got a partner, there was that rivalry and that competition that comes along and they don't like that. And it's more and then that's when it goes on to the man because do you in terms of like a marriage do you then go with what the bible says that you are to leave your mother and your father and cleave or do you try to keep your mama happy um and i think it's just all about expectations everybody needs to have realistic expectations in all relations i think when people have uh children your thought is that whether it's with another person or just to live on their own that they're going to leave at one point in time Um, And I don't think just a lot of parents in general, really, it's a hard transition regardless, but, you know, it's always seemed so far in the future so that when it finally does come, it's just like, ooh, what, what? Um, But yeah, I think it's on both, but I would say more the the mom. Yeah, I 100% say that is on the mother. Um, And I'm saying that as a mother. Mm -hmm. It it really is... um, but our boys were so overprotective and we love them so much. And it's just a dynamic between a mother and a son. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for a son, the mother is normally their first love. And so knowing that when they actually do grow up, knowing that you're probably your son's first love, you have to then begin to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And you have to push, you know, with my son, I make sure he knows there's no competition. Mm-hmm. I make sure that he knows his wife comes first. I make sure that she knows that she comes first, right? It's it's important as a mother to separate those lines as they begin to get older. Mm -hmm. You know, and I do think a lot, what you just said is, you know, for a lot of mothers, especially single mothers, their sons becomes becomes their man, mm-hmm. right? They put their whole life into this person, and it becomes a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like again, another man has left them, and they put that mm-hmm. pressure on their oh, son. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That is really good. And you know what comes to my mind is that movie Jump in the Broom. Yeah, and yeah. and how um, she was so uh, protective over him. However, I do put a little fault on the son because then I had to look at it and think. But why wasn't he including his mom in the same act? Why didn't right. she know what, you know, the details? Why wasn't she a part of it? Why right. wasn't she, right. you know, so it was like a, he, he had to own that piece of it too, mm-hmm. but he took charge and, but she had to come to herself too of what she was doing. Yeah. But, you know, it was, that was clearly a relationship that was out of order. Yeah. That's a good example. Really <laughs> and actually the, the Think like a man would be the same. It mm-hmm. would have been the same reaction. Well, his mother was so much like the mother yeah. and think like a man that and think like a man. He involved his mother earlier, but in the other one, he didn't. And maybe because he has before mm-hmm. and his mother always acted like that. So therefore, he separated it. And mm-hmm. so, again, to me, it goes back to maybe, you know, for a son is like, I don't want to have to pick and choose. I don't want to mm-hmm. have to fight this yeah. battle. So. I'm just going to wait till I, <laughs> I can't yeah. wait no longer. Yeah. But it's, you know, 
for us. That's why the male role model to me is so important because then he can help that person navigate and and work through that and understand, Mm -hmm. again, his role, the boundaries, the different things as well. Yeah. So do you guys think that um, men mama's boys or men just raised by single mothers um, have more tension in their romantic relationships or come into more issues in their romantic relationships than men that were raised with both a mother and a father. Hmm. That's a good one. Um, I think, (laughs) I think it it could go both ways on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely think it's probably a little more tension, um, in a relationship. If you are a mama's boy, if you are truly a mama's boy, because, um, like I said, you're, you're always comparing, Mm -hmm. um, and you're putting mother first. So, I mean, it's kind of hard for you to really see who you're dating or with because your views are always mama. Mama. So, um, I think, and then it takes away from him some because he's not really um, making those decisions on his own. Right. So, that's that's a good one. I, I can't, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one because you can, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So on their romantic, the tension, I would say they may not know how to be romantic. They may not. I think. But again, it depends on the dynamics of what they saw. Right. You know, because there are some mm-hmm. single mothers that have booze all the time. And so their mm-hmm. kids and see them boot up and <laughs> loving and all that other stuff. So they've seen it. Right. Right. And then there's some where, you know, my poor son, where they didn't see <laughs> another man around because mm-hmm. that, that we just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. so then he may not have been able to experience the the lubby-dubby part of it. You know, he saw it with my parents, but... You know, they they that was until high school. So right. I guess that was pretty good for him. Um, but and so, you know, I think it just depends on what they what they were exposed to. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, on how much of attention, because a lot of times people mimic yes. their home. Yes. yes, absolutely. And so, you know, depends on what that home was. Right. I always say, like, mm-hmm. you know, our parents are and researchers tell you that our parents were our first example of whether it be you know just how to be a woman how to be a man you know how to be a couple or whatever it is so I I definitely agree that it 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 depends on that Um, but I also think that I do agree with the statement just because I think majority of the mama's boys whatever you want to call it is that they have unrealistic expectations on that partner because and I said it before I forgot which episode one of the parenting episodes I said that I think it was a dating it was a relationship one it was a dating one where I said that um a lot of men today are looking for a mother that they can also have sex with in that partner someone you know because and I think it holds those unrealistic expectations because with their mom fulfilled every aspect except that so now they find somebody that in essence is someone like their mom who fulfills everything and that like you know, it's it's I think that's where the unrealistic expectation comes from. And that's where a lot of I think where it all starts to crumble with the mama's boys, because you expect some of them expect their partner to then cook, clean, care, make appointments, do things like that for them, just like their mom would. And 
it all goes down because I'm not your mama. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know what, too? We're not in that generation anymore where right. the women follow um, all the way our moms were, where mm-hmm. they waited on their husband's hand and foot. Now right. we're, and even though my mom worked and, and but now when we're working and doing things, you have a lot of girls who are growing up now that they don't buy into that cooking and cleaning and right. we got new ways to do stuff. And so they're not doing the traditional mm-hmm. uh, big spread Sunday dinners or, you know, you can get a sandwich and you're good. But <laughs> and it's OK, but you're not doing all that. So, yeah. yeah, that you can get those expectations of, well, my mama. Well, we, I'm not we, your mom. We, yeah, I'm not your mom. We don't roll like that. And and then you have to look, too, is maybe her her life was childhood she didn't do none of that or her right. mom wasn't that one mm-hmm. but you know yeah it's those expectations can really um yeah cloud your thinking yeah so, that's uh, one of the reasons i'm a big advocate on people having conversations and doing pre-marital oh counseling like yeah. i'm like dating counseling just because yeah. there's you know there's a lot about a home dynamic that yeah. people don't mm-hmm. um take into consideration there's mm-hmm. also the whole fantasy stuff right i mean yeah, we had yeah. that talk mm-hmm. a long time ago in one of our shows where for a man it's like they see this this june cleaver mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and now the shows now they, they don't see nothing like that but before mm-hmm. it was like you know when they came home she was in her heels had on an apron the mill was on the thing mm-hmm. and so then <laughs> the men come home our men coming home thinking the same thing and i'm like you better look at florida work, honey right you better start looking at good times because june didn't work right i just got <laughs> off of work just like you got off right. of work and so but even florida right mm-hmm. still did all that stuff and so it's important to have those conversations and um to keely's point this generation the this generation of females really don't necessarily do all that stuff and so yes if you have a son who was raised by old school mother Mm -hmm. who did all of that then it could become problematic Mm -hmm. because the the expectation is this is what a woman not even a wife this is Mm -hmm. a this is what a woman does Mm -hmm. exactly right and so now there's there's beef and there's tension Mm -hmm. because you're not doing the role of a woman Right. Because that's what my mama did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it, it's what you said. I think there's there needs to be a difference between the role of a woman and the role of a wife, because I think that it's two different things. Oh, no, that's a whole different show, because I'm going <laughs> to tell you that wifey or man, yeah. man, mm-hmm. one of okay. my favorite TikToks Ooh. is about you need to upgrade your prescription, your subscription to wifey level mm-hmm. to unlock some certain features. Right. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that and I think it's also good to clarify, like, I think there's a difference between a mama's boy and a boy that loves his mama. Right. Like, there's no I'm not yeah. trying to say, like, love your please love your mama. Right. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's something that I'm nobody's here. Nobody here is dif- like trying to say it's a bad thing. But like, there needs to be clear boundaries between you as a man and being able to support yourself as an adult, yeah. like forget man, woman, adult and still trying to be a little boy in your mom's telling right. you how to move and work. Um, so do you think that some mothers just have issues letting go of their sons? Mm-hmm. Even if they do have a partner of themselves? Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? <laughs> yup. <laughs> Next. Um, yeah. okay. it's, again, it's, it's a, um, it is a... A mother-son relationship is just something that I can't even explain. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so for me, as much as I love my daughter in love, because I do, mm-hmm. you know, it was hard. I mean, at the at the wedding, like little tears was flowing, not because I was I mean, I was like, I'm no longer number one. Oh <laughs> and, you know, it, it's you know, so it is hard letting go because you nurtured, raised, love, put mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. in that child. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, it's hard letting go. But I say, let go. Right. Right. Because as hard as it is for me to let go, I know that that's what I'm supposed to do. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. Because he's a whole man and he got a wife. And he's supposed to uncleave here and go cleave there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, it's hard. But, I mean, you got to get over it. Yeah. 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 And do you think that um, on the flip side of that, do you think that a lot of sons struggle when their mother starts to date? Absolutely. Like there's a rivalry there, like the whole Freudian thing. Yeah, my son ain't not nobody ever dated. Why do you think that is? He got issues. No. Uh, he's Ronald, be- I'm sorry. This was not supposed to be a badge to you. I apologize. Um, I don't know. That's a good question to ask him. Um, okay. I think, though, for him, it was again the same somebody would take his place in my life Mm -hmm. right and so and especially (laughs) especially if that person was like the total opposite personality as him oh my my gosh he just couldn't stand him so i think i I think i think it might have been only one person he actually tolerated but um but for the most part he normally no he's 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 rihanna is the one that will like my people Ronald, yeah. like, I'm good. I don't have to ever talk to your people mm-hmm. ever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Territorial. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's mama. Mm-hmm. Don't touch yeah. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I do want to rotate a little bit. We've talked about the mama's boys and the single moms. I do want to talk a little bit about absent moms and um, boys, specifically, with mommy issues. You know, we have the whole narrative of, you know, girls aren't raised by their dads and they got all these daddy issues and watch out for a girl with daddy issues. But what about the the men and the boys with mommy issues? Um, do you think that mommy issues can be worse than daddy issues? What are what are the feelings? Yep. OK, next. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I think so. Um those, I guess, because I feel like daughters can or women express themselves. They 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 know they're about to blow, and they can talk to people. Boys don't. Mm-hmm. They don't talk to nobody. So if they have mommy issues, you you would never know um, how deep they are, or and they would never admit that they do. Right. So that's the scary part, right there, is yeah. because you can't deal with a problem that you don't admit you have right so i I think it's it could be i'm sure there's some cases out there but um in in the long run i think yeah yeah i just think their issues period are are a lot stronger because to your point they don't handle their feelings and emotions because i think a boy an absent father in a boy's life is more traumatic for a boy than it is for a girl actually Mm -hmm. you know um a mother definitely but it's traumatic you know i've no females that haven't had their mothers in their life and it's been traumatic Mm -hmm. you know um and so i think for a, a guy because the first love is a mother it shapes the way they look at women so it 100%. can cause yep. um trust issues um 
it can cause abandonment issues. So anytime that woman does anything mm -hmm. remotely like she's abandoning him, right? It's a whole uh, problem. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of impact. And again, because I don't think they deal with their feelings very well, mm -hmm. yeah. which then to me bowls over into their relationships. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. Um, I think that it really, like what you said, Miss Ronnie, it really shapes their perception of women. Yep. I always joke, like, with a lot of my guy friends that don't trust women, I'm like, you had that one heartbreak back in third grade, and you ain't trusted women ever since. <laughs> and But, like, a lot of guys, like, operate like that. They get hurt one time, and that is it. Like, I'm I'm just going to play these women for the rest of my adult yep. life until I find one that lives up to whatever fantasy and or expectation I have. Um but I think especially the ones that have mommy issues, they don't address it. Like they won't, you mm -hmm. won't ever know until you stumble upon that mm -hmm. information. Mm -hmm. um, but then that it does shape how they move and how they just interact with women specifically. Like there's no trust. And I think that's where you see a lot of the, the avoidance of women or the, just the player and commitment issues, abandonment issues and, and all of that. So, yep. yeah, I, I, I personally think that um, mommy issues are a lot worse than daddy issues. Just across the board mm -hmm. just because that's who carried you mm -hmm. that's who gave gave you life essentially mm -hmm. and brought mm -hmm. you into this world and everywhere you look that's the one constant like at least everybody has their mom or i was doing research for this and it said that um 47 almost 50 percent of black households are led by single mothers mm -hmm. um and you know for you know you, you just mostly see where the dads aren't there right. so when the mom isn't there it's it's really something to take notice of and mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of you know if don't nobody else love me my mama do okay mm -hmm. well then what happens yeah. if she don't show it like that yeah exactly so, i mean and that's yeah. the point yeah. right. exactly and then they say mm -hmm. the closest love to god's love is a mother's love mm -hmm. so imagine not having it yeah right. right for sure and i think just overall with all of this like it's nothing wrong to love your mama man please love your mom <laughs> please, please respect your, both of your parents the bible says that mm -hmm. but you know being a parent is hard i don't know personally i don't have no kids but from what I hear, <laughs> it's hard. So, you know, regardless, just, you know, be very intentional and be very purposeful with what you do with your kids because you're not raising children, you're raising future adults. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, to, yeah. and to always remember that. Um, but yeah, any final thoughts, ladies? Anything else? No, I think I think you summed it up pretty good. I, I agree. You have to you have to love your mother and your parents because that's where you learn your first love from. Mm -hmm. And so there's no way for you to really successfully have a good relationship if you don't if you haven't learned that. So right. I, I'm always saying what you know, when I hear issues, I'm always saying, um, how does he feel about his mama? Mm -hmm. How does he treat his mama? You know, and I know even if daddy's there, I'm and, and then if there's an issue further, I'm saying, well, how does how is the mother is she married is she you know you're trying to see the dynamics mm -hmm. and then you can have that aha moment of yeah i i, I kind of get it but yeah please love your parents and and um love yourself yes before you try to get in a relationship and love somebody else yeah my final say would probably be to mothers it's you know love your sons but love them enough to let them go please teach them, go. them how to be husbands fathers you know respectable men not yours yeah right you're you're just teaching them the way that they should go not mm -hmm. holding on to them like they're yours because they're not yes, yeah for absolutely. sure this absolutely. was a good conversation yeah. i think we um 
definitely should maybe delve into like the mother daughter relationships because that'll be that'll be one for me um and then also um the the daddy daughter relationship so Mm -hmm. another one for me as well but um yeah i think we definitely should do that um as future episodes and if that's something you guys want to see let us know um but yeah woman to woman look for all of our episodes every second Mm -hmm. wednesday of the month um is it just me the podcast will be coming back um it's been a rough start in the year but you know we coming we are coming um we're starting the series um let's talk about sex we have a pretty good episode coming up with that one so definitely be on the lookout new revelation we're still having our services every second and fourth saturday at 11 um so for the month of february it will be this saturday february 12th and february 26th 11 a.m um, here at 2111 North Kitley. Um, but for February 26th, I need everybody to stop what you're doing on Facebook Live and stop what you're doing if you're listening to this recording and put down February 26th in your calendars at 4 p.m. You know, um, what's the man's name? Anthony Hamilton and Music Soul Child are having a versus the day after Valentine's Day. But we are having our own verses, um, a gospel verses here at Christian Community 2111 North Kitley, where Generation X, correct? Generation X and older will become one team. And then us millennials and Generation Z will become one team. And we are going to go head to head for a battle of the ages on gospel hits. The older seasoned saints <laughs> will <laughs> compile their list of 10 top gospel songs. And then we will compile our list of 10 top gospel songs. And we will go song for song to prove that the millennials have better gospel songs. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> you see my eye twitching. <laughs> And we'll have a DJ, we'll have games, we'll have food, we'll have a great time. So definitely come out um, after you've come to our new Revelation service and have a great time. Go run some errands, do what you need to do, but then come back at four and join us for the battle of the of the ages. Um, it'll be a really, really good time. That's 4 p.m. Um, and new Revelation, we're still having our Bible studies every first and third Wednesday at seven um, on Zoom. Uh, we're almost finally almost done with this book. Um, that has uh, had some interesting conversations. I don't too much care for the book, but you know, well, I don't too much care for how the author wrote the book, but whatever. Um, Don't let that stop you from coming. It's still good conversations. Um, So our next session is uh, February 16th at 7 p.m. Definitely drop your information and let us know if you want to be a part of that. We can get you the Zoom link. Um, and then we're also on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, um, new revelation, young adults ministry. Um, is it just me? The podcast woman to woman. We're on all those platforms. So follow us on there. Um, and also if you're listening to this audio and if you're on Facebook, once the live ends, go to your podcast apps, whether it be Spotify, Apple podcasts, um, Google podcasts for whoever still has an Android. Um, (laughs) yes, that was shade. Um, and go and rate our podcast because if you give us a five-star rating, it lets people know that people listen to this podcast and that they like it. And, you know, just to help us get, you know, some exposure and to help people all around the world and just to increase our, our reach. So we would really, really appreciate it if you did that. Um, but yeah, this was a great episode. Thank you all for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.